0: episode contains spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Geek This, the pop culture podcast with minimal nerd rage. My name is Dave Clements. This is episode 57 and we're going to be discussing Nightwing the series. Sure, who Nightwing is? Let me give you a little bit of backstory. Dick Grayson, who you will find out later is Robin slash Nightwing, his family was called the Flying Graysons. Now they were an acrobatics group that were part of Haley's Circus. Now there's various iterations of what happened, but I'm gonna go with the maybe more widely known comic book version and essentially to keep it short Tony Zuko who was a mobster um ended up killing his parents killing Dick's parents um by sabotaging the trapeze ropes that they were um going to swing on uh during the circus now of course Bruce Wayne happens to be there because duh he's Batman and isn't he everywhere all the time and um so, Batman takes him, under his, no pun intended, wing, and trains him, Turn and, and creates Robin, his, his apprentice, his hero in training, and um, along the line, Robin, you know, Dick leaves, he becomes Nightwing, and there are other characters brought in, so you have multiple Robins throughout the history of Batman, but... This one in particular, the one we'll be talking about with Nightwing, um, he's the first one. He is the the original Boy Wonder. Now, Nightwing the series is a Kickstarter project. It was started by a channel called Ismahawk on YouTube, and it's spelled I-S-M-A-H-A-W-K. And you can find all of this information out on the show notes at geekthispodcast.com slash Nightwing. So it started out as a Kickstarter, and Danny Shepard and I think his name is Jeremy Lee, they are kind of the masterminds behind this channel. They, they make short films, and I love short films. I love knowing how films are made. I've always been that way for a long time. And they have they crafted this story that kind of goes all over batman lore so in this in these 5 episodes that nightwing the series uh, consists of there are references and um really just shots pulled from the killing joke storyline um a death in the family where jason todd is is killed by the joker And Under the Red Hood, which um, is where Jason Todd comes back to life as the Red Hood. And again, as you heard at the beginning of the episode, spoilers, it's a little late, right? So they tie all of these storylines into this series. And it's only five episodes and the full runtime is about 50 minutes. It's not even a complete hour. And somehow... They make it feel nicely contained, but you're also ready for the next season, I guess, of the series. But let me explain what the plot is. So overall, looking at it from afar, Nightwing is trying to establish himself as Bloodhaven's resident guardian, and um, he takes on Deathstroke in the process. And, um, I'll just be really honest while watching this through, I watched it through one time and I've been watching the behind the scenes things, uh, because it's cool. The story gets a little hairy, um, and it's not perfect, but then again, I couldn't write something that's perfect either, but I applaud Danny and Jeremy and the rest of the crew over at Ismahawk, um for 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 doing this it's great it's great to see um, a fan film because essentially that's what this is it's great to see a fan film do something great do do well you know because there are so many that are just not done well so let's kind of dig in here and I will try and make sense of all of these thoughts and things that I have written down Um, so let's start with Nightwing himself. He's played by Danny Shepard, who, as I mentioned before, is the co-creator of the Ismahawk channel, studio, whatever you want to call it. And when you see Danny Shepard in his Nightwing costume, that is like near perfect Nightwing. Absolutely and i mean he he just he's kind of the right build he's very athletic but you can see like the acrobatic gymnastic background that and i don't know if that danny has it or not but that's what you see when you open up any nightwing book it, it's not about this raw power he's not like batman who is just muscle you know there's there's this flexibility this aerodynamic quality to um Dick Grayson and Nightwing and just in just images of Danny Shepard standing in his suit in his this pose you know he's just standing there with his billy clubs you know you think that that I mean the panels just come to life it's it's awesome it's amazing and I I would love to see Danny Shepard do more as Nightwing and I know that I'm not the only person to think this um but and this kind of ties in a little bit the the suits everything in this movie is it's handmade and and the suits are they're just they're perfect because they're tactical but they they look very much like the comics and they did such a great job bringing all of these things to life and and danny's suit you know it's it's tactical it's armored but it looks flexible it looks easy to move in it looks like you could pop in it and go kick some butt you know and of course he does i really feel like they did a really good job of capturing the look of not just nightwing but a lot of the rest of the characters. And I guess I guess we'll jump into that too. Um the other characters in this series, you have Barbara, Gordon, um who I I rather liked seeing um this character. I I, I love seeing all these characters brought to life because I I'm a huge Batman fan and uh there's the the scene um they kind of they kind of play with the history of of Batman and stuff like that but um there's this scene i think it's in the second episode called origins where you know barbara and dick are together and this is also the tie-in scene with the killing joke where you know the joker Knocks on the door. She opens the door. Gets shot. And of course, you know, Nightwing has—he's left. He's been called by Batman uh, to to come out and and play. I guess I don't. That's not a good description. But you see what I'm saying. He's not there, and this happens. But what I like about this scene is it really captures the relationship that Dick and Barbara have had off and on in the comic books. And the the lady who plays Barbara, and I honestly, I didn't bother to look up her name, I, sorry. Um, but I feel like she does a pretty good job of capturing this character. There's, I don't know, there's always been this innocence, but like, kick-butt attitude behind Barbara. And I feel like she did a, a pretty good job of, of capturing that in her performance. And, um, later she becomes Oracle, you know, what you would know as Oracle. They don't call her Oracle. The there's a kind of a computer program that they call Oracle, but once Barbara is in the wheelchair, um, I feel like she becomes more like the Barbara, um, that we know and love. There's, there's wit, there's sarcasm, And there's actually a a good, I kind of wish there was a little bit more, but it was keeping the dark um, and gritty uh, undertones that, you know, um, like The Arrow has, or The Arrow. You can tell what show I've not been watching, um, but uh, I kind of wish there was a little bit more of that sarcasm because uh, you definitely get it with Dick's character um, and... Uh, Going back to Barbara, it really the two of them really worked well together. Although they're not in a lot of scenes together, but what what they're with, I mean, you have five episodes and they range from seven minutes to fifteen minutes, so you don't have a lot of time to uh, fully understand the relationship between each of these characters. You kind of get these little chunks that you just have to take and you, you have to go with. And I think that Barbara and Dick's relationship was 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 very good. And um, I loved how protective she was because she shows in this scene before she gets shot by the Joker that she does love um, Nightwing. And and I think that's cool because, again, it carries over into the the rest of the show. Now, um, you do have Bruce Wayne in this show. Um, Batman does not make an appearance, and from what I understand, the reason Batman doesn't actually make an appearance is because they didn't raise enough money to build the suit. Um, I think they were looking for like a $40,000 goal in order to build the suit, but they had kind of written around actually having... Batman in the show, but you, you do see Bruce Wayne. And, um, I w I was pleasantly surprised with the guy that they picked to play him. Um, he's older, but you could definitely see him donning the cape and cowl. Um, which, which was, it, it was, it was, it was interesting. The only problem that I kind of have is, uh, you know, Batman's always been, a father figure to um, the Robins, and even even to Batgirl. Um, but there's a scene in the show where Nightwing gets injured by Deathstroke, um, pretty bad, ends up blacking out for a couple of days. And he wakes up, and Bruce is in his room, and they're talking, and... I don't know if it's a problem or something that I found interesting how they wrote it, but you all, you see this lighter, much more caring father figure kind of thing from, from Bruce. And you're, I don't, I don't feel like you're really used to seeing that from Batman. You're used to seeing the, I told you to stay home. You didn't listen shame on you, you're in trouble, that kind of thing, but there, there's just this moment where Bruce looks at Dick and he goes, you know, you gotta take care of yourself, You, you can't just go into this headlong, and I don't know, there's just this, it's an interesting thing, and he even calls him his son, and... I, I don't know that I've ever actually seen that in, in a Batman book, and so that was, that was really interesting, but again, it's one of these things where you have just, um, a minute here, a minute there, to form the relationship between all of these characters, and, um, I'd love to see this guy throw on the cape and cowl, and, um, you know, maybe not in a full series, uh, but just over, I mean, I would love to see that, that cameo, um. So it's it's interesting. Now, um, I did mention that the show pulls from different parts of the Batman canon, the storylines. And another part that they use is a death in the family. When Barbara has been shot and is supposedly killed, um, Dick believes that she's been killed And they're at her gravesite. Um, You have this younger guy talking to him. And um, at first, I guess I forgot about Jason Todd. Um, At first, I thought it was um, Tim Drake. And then it's revealed that it is Jason. And as soon as Jason Todd is revealed that that's who that is, I started to wonder if, in fact they were going to bring in a little bit of that storyline. I was, and I was excited. Um, and I'll give a little history on that. Um, there was a book, uh, I think it was back in the eighties called a death in the family where, um, and there's, there was more to it, but essentially the big thing was people were not liking Robin. So they kind of put up a vote as to, as to whether the writers should kill him off. And people voted, and they wanted him killed off. So they wrote this storyline where they're out in the Middle East somewhere, Batman and Robin are, and again, as always, Batman's like, stay put, Jason couldn't, and he ends up getting kidnapped by the Joker, and the Joker beats him to death with a crowbar. And uh, it's, it's horrific, I mean, even in the comic book, it's just, it's insane, and they do have snippets like kind of like flashbacks and i think it's kind of a dream sequence that that nightwing has and it was it was really cool um to see the joker play in this series even just uh, kind of as a background character and so they do play a little bit of that storyline into this which leads to um, the Red Hood who, um, depending on what version of Batman you're going to read um, this is a character that possibly could have been the Joker before he became the Joker um, as per New 52 um, Origins and uh, this is also a character that Jason Todd he dons that mask and becomes the Red Hood Vigilante um, who, who, you know, he used to be a Robin, he dies, he comes back, and he takes all the things he learned from Batman, and just kind of flips them on his head, and is, really, he's, he's almost the opposite of Batman, um, to the degree that he does kill, and there has no qualms about it, and so, um... And again, I'm spoiling things, but at the very end of this series, you finally get to see Red Hood uh, because you see Jason without any kind of costume. Then you have the the part where the Joker beats him to death. And then at the very end, uh, you find out that Red Hood exists and he's encroaching on. Nightwing's territory, and uh, it's it's pretty interesting, again, going back to costumes, this costume is perfect, it pulls really directly from the Under the Red Hood um, animated film, if you've ever seen that, just that look, it's perfect, the motorcycle jacket, and um, the now that in the new fifty two he has that the kind of the red bat on his chest and the red helmet. It's so, so cool. And I can't get over that stuff. Sorry. I'm totally geeking out over it. Um so those are like kind of the background characters they play into the storyline a little bit. The the big bad which you meet within the first I don't know 30 seconds to to 1 minute of the very first episode and that's Deathstroke. Now, if you've watched Arrow, you know that Deathstroke is part of that um storyline and uh it's kind of cool because it's it's an origin story for Deathstroke too. And he's there to kind of pay to to settle to settle things. With the U.S. government, and they kind of explain his backstory a little bit, and um, in the very first episode, he's a, very, he's a pretty intimidating character. He just comes in and just starts beating the crap out of people, and as the series goes on and you understand what he's doing, he kind of becomes a run-of-the-mill baddie, um, which is sad because he looks really, really awesome and uh there are moments where I feel like they made the viewer feel sympathetic to him um and for me it didn't really work um there's this scene where he's got the kind of the, the final guy that he's going to to possibly kill um he works for the government. I can't remember his exact um, position in government, but he's he's gonna he's gonna kill him, and he he pulls up his mask so the guy can see who he is, and he all like he almost sounds like he's gonna cry, and he says, "You know what you made me do." He was four or he was seven or something like that, and I can't remember. And I'm just like, that didn't work for me. Um, uh, and so that was the first thing. And then there's one later on where Nightwing is trying to preach to him essentially and say, you know, you don't have to be a bad guy. And just at the point where I'm just like, oh, this is getting to be a little cheesy. He gets shot. Deathstroke gets killed. Um, and and so that was cool. What I didn't notice while I was watching it, because I'm not a huge Deathstroke guy and I don't remember some things, but he has two eyes in this whole show. Even the mask has two eyes and I hadn't picked up on it until I read or watched the behind the scenes stuff that they were making this an origin story for so many characters. And so this is where Deathstroke loses his eye and that was genius watching it over again seeing them explain it that was so cool and overall i'm so excited for this show um i would love to see more i would love for warner brothers and dc to see this and say let's do something with you guys let's do a web only version you know let's let's continue this but Let's support this with money. Um, I would love to see DC and Warner Brothers get behind it, but again, it's been two years and nothing's come of it, but you know, you know what they say about overnight successes. It takes many years to become an overnight success. Um, So anyway, I'm, it, it was, it was a really great show and I, I beg you to sit down And watch it. It's five episodes. It's not even an hour long. Um, So if you just watch the playlist, you know, an hour of your time has been used. And I think you'll enjoy it and you'll want to see more. Um, I do want to jump on real quick before I wrap up the show. Um, The fight scenes in this were very interesting. Um, Watching the the behind-the-scenes stuff, you see that... Um, that they actually, it wasn't just a bunch of guys saying, well, what if I punch you like this? What if I punch you like that? No, they actually brought in stunt coordinators and set up and choreographed these fight scenes. And that is something that can make or break an action film. Um, whether it's something short like this or a big budget movie and something that I learned from a reviewer that I've listened to and watched for many years is you don't want to have too many cuts because then it makes it look like your guys can't fight. And one thing that I do appreciate about Nightwing the series is there were not a ton of cuts, but I think there were just enough and it looked pretty real. I mean, um there were some blows that you can see that don't dis- that don't connect. Um but it was really cool and i loved the fighting style there's some it was martial arts of of course um the only downside is that there were a lot of unneeded casualties um people that got involved in the fight especially in this very first scene and i know that they were trying to establish deathstroke and how awesome he was but it didn't it didn't work when you have unnecessary casualties Like, people just keep coming in this first scene. You're like, how many employees does this company have, does this business have, that know this style of martial arts, you know? So I guess that was a downside. But overall, the fight sequences are very, very, very good. And I really don't know what else to add about this show. Other than telling you, you have to go watch it. Um... It just, I think you'd be disappointed if you didn't watch it. Maybe I'm wrong. I I just I truly love this, and I I would love to see Danny Shepard don the Nightwing costume again. And I I, I still need to look it up, but there was a <clears throat> there was a another Nightwing short that they did that had Red Hood. And so if I find it, I will link it in the show notes. Um. But yeah, overall that's that's really all I gotta say. Go watch that and and let me know what you thought of it after you watch it. Am I right about things? Am I wrong? Uh what were your thoughts on just this whole show? And what do you what are some of your favorite um fan created short films? Um you can leave them in the comments of the show notes at geekthispodcast.com slash nightwing. And while you're there Um, Just send feedback in general about the show, about new episodes that we should do. Um, I'm always interested in hearing what you have to say. Um, But with that said, that is going to end the episode. No recommends, um, because I feel like this is a pretty good recommendation in and of itself. So that's my recommendation. Go watch Nightwing the series on YouTube. And... uh, as always, thank you so much for listening to Geek This. We will be back next month, May, with a new episode. Hopefully a couple of new episodes. And we're definitely, absolutely, freaking talking about Captain America, Civil War. Can't wait for you guys to be there and uh, discuss it with us. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you in the next episode.